hi good morning good afternoon good evening good night how are you hope you're well this is kana lilies and we are talking about stretched as we know we've been having this series called stretched and stretched is really about discovering how much you can handle because of the pressure you've been and also teaching people or others who are going through a similar circumstance or situation as you did how to manage it because you overcame and because of that you are in a position to help out another sister so today i'm talking about boss moves now boss moves is really about if you have been through a very negative experience what would be termed as traumatic after you've realized what you learned needed to have um happened or whether you the fact that you learned something means you needed to learn it for your next step now that next step requires a boss move a boss is somebody who's in charge you know they don't really have to well they've been given a certain level of authority but they don't really have to explain themselves all the time if you're a true boss you are answerable to first and foremost yourself and anybody else that requires an explanation well they may or may not have it you get to choose you get to decide you get to decide what to do why you're doing it when you'll do it and how you're going to do it there is accountability but it's very loose in fact if you're truly the boss you are more consulting than being supervised you are on a consulting level you're seeking advice you're not seeking to be told or shoved down your throat with you know you must do this and you must do the other so when we get freed of our fears our past our failures you are now a candidate for making boss moves and boss moves really is you know what i get to choose what i'm going to do with this i get to decide how i'm going to go around this i get to decide if you remain my friend or not i get to decide where i live how much i earn what i do with my time how i get around things and you have no power over me so don't give away your power anymore you learned what you had to learn remember it was a difficult situation you did what you had to do to survive that was then this is now in hindsight hindsight means i am looking at things with a new lens with a new perspective of what the past was all about and what my future is all about and i understand that the process required what i had to go through however i'm now stronger for it and i'm better because of it and i'm going to make my life a whole lot better by learning from this because there is somewhere i'm headed if you understand anything about heading somewhere it means you have to have the know-how the withal the power the capability the ability to go forth you need to have some level of gumption or schutzper or domino effect i mean there has to be something that starts you off on a journey there has to be some dynamite a rocket is launched with a lot of horsepower lots of lots of it because of where it needs to go it needs to go if it needs to go to the moon it has to reach the moon and the force has to be great enough to make it reach there so a boss move is deciding to launch one of the boss moves is deciding to launch or reinvent yourself or draft a new concept for yourself 
who you want to be, like I said, where you want to live, what you want to earn, how you want to feel, what you want to engage the world based on. Because we had a lesson earlier about how we were doing many things with the wrong reasons. Why you do what you do has now changed, by now should have changed. And you have something more solid, more rock solid to hang on to as your reason for living. And for that reason, you can now change a couple of things about yourself. Because the best place to begin when you want to change anything about yourself is your why. The why is as important as the how. But it's even more important because it sets the stage for everything else. It's the why of it. Why are you here on earth? Why did you go through what you went through well? Because of where we are heading. So, in your life as a Kana Lily, guess what? You're strong already, but you're even stronger when you discover that you can make some serious checkmate moves. And you're checking mate against yourself. Not that you have a war with the world, no. You don't have anything against your parents. They did what they did. It's in the past and, you know, you've moved on now. You've processed it. Whoever hurt you, you've gone through it. You have made peace with that feeling of rejection or pain or heart or anger, whatever it is. Now you're making peace with yourself. Your biggest competitor is the best version of yourself. As long as there's room for improvement, you have got to beat your inner man that is holding you down. And you have to keep abreast with the better man in you, the best version of yourself. The best place you can possibly be is when you're in your best state. Emotionally, psychologically, physically, socially, financially, whatever it is, you're your best version when all the areas are at their optimum. And it can only be at their optimum when you are at your optimal state of mind and state of heart and soul. You're not going to move forward if you're stuck in any area because that area of weakness is going to drive down every other area. So you want to be in your best version, at your best, most perfect level at all times, at your optimum. And your optimal is going to be decided by you. You actually decide what your optimal is. And that optimal is a result of your spending time to audit where am I heading what do I want out of my life where do I want to go where am I now and what do I need to do to get to where I want to be and that will require a boss move in other words you don't need permission to alter it you don't need permission to make yourself better all you need is an inner yes once your being has said yes then you move move do it write it down first of all keep a journal or if you're like me you keep memos right write down whatever comes to your mind i want to be the greatest mom in the whole world i want to be the best author i want to do a best-selling uh, book on self i don't know improvement or cooking or i want to do a cookbook whatever it is you want to do i want to feel the best that i can possibly feel by Whatever it is that you need to do, taking a vacation once in a while, being in my best state of mind, 
always responding to what is my inner feeling and calming myself down before I respond. Take care of yourself first. Then you'll be able to show up to the world. But you require to make some radical shifts in your life in order to see anything radically shifting around you. So what are those boss moves? Who do you need to stop wasting time on the phone with? Gossiping. Which social media account do you need to shut down? Which followers do you need to get rid of? Or friends? What environment do you need to move to? Which kind of job do you need to apply for? What kind of house do you need to move into? What kind of decorations or baggage do you need to let go of? What sort of mental pictures do you need to block? What have you been telling yourself that needs to stop? How do you need to start showing up differently in the world that you live in? Who is that world even? Do you need to change your world altogether? Have you been living in the wrong world? Have you created the wrong world? Then it needs to be demolished. How will you demolish it? How do you need to get over yourself? Over what you no longer need? And these are very abstract concepts, but they can be brought down to very specific things. They can even be brought down to a mug. What does this mug remind you of? Is that what you want it to remind you of? Do you need to get rid of it? Or do you need to re get rid of the idea behind the mug? Right? Just think about it. What can you change? What do you have to let go of? What do you need to manage? Because some things, you may not be able to get rid of them, but you can change how you perceive of them or how you manage them, how you take care of that business. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. I'm sure you have a lot to think about. But remember, a boss move, you're the one who's accountable to it. You're accountable to yourself for it. You are accountable and you owe it to yourself first. Stay tuned for the next little topic on this series on Stretch. Bye-bye for now. Love you and God bless you. Welcome back to Stretched. And now we're talking about generalities. Previously, we were talking about boss moves and how you need to make boss moves in order to move forward in your life to your destination. And that destination is really about who you were put on this earth to be. Now, we get to decide what we look like in this world and how we show up into the world. In fact, everything is so painfully malleable and shapeable. It's not true that you cannot do something. You can it's all in your mind. Now, given that you can now identify a few boss moves, hopefully you can identify what kind of boss moves you need to make, we now come to the point of generalities just to help you with that process. The things that are too general in your life that you need to specify. Like, where do I want to be in the next 10 years? Oh, I could be continuing with the profession that I'm in and I guess the next level would be that I would now be manager or director instead of oh no forget that I mean like what do you want to achieve by your 35th birthday if you're 25 or 45th birthday if you're 35 and then that will determine what you're going to be doing in your current workplace if you're going to be there 
at all. So really, it's about deciding for yourself what needs to be tweaked and fine-tuned out of the general because a general thing will not yield a specific result. You're still going to be figuring out whether it's of use to you or not even 10 years from now because you never tweaked it to specification and no tool is going to do much for you if it is not purposed. You need to purpose your time, purpose your destiny, purpose your life. Purpose, purpose means fine-tune, 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 specify, specify, specify. Specify why you live where you live, specify what you want to earn, specify how you want to feel, specify what your business is going to be about even 30 years from today, 20 years, 10 years. Specify how much revenue you want your business to make 10 years from now. Specify the kind of place you want your youngest child to be at 10 years from now. It doesn't matter if they're one month old today, right? How is it that you want them to show up at the age of 10? Specify what you want to be wearing, how you want to be dressed, addressed. Specify who you want to meet, why you want to meet them. How do you want to be feeling about yourself? What do you want to be doing? Do you want to be a philanthropic? Do you want to be more hands-on practical? Do you want to get an, a solution or cure for a disease? Do you want to have taught at, you know, undergrad or you want to be teaching professors? What do you want to be doing? Do you want a garden with carnations or roses? It gets better if it is as specific as possible. No more generalization. Oh, I'll see when I get there. Or oh, we'll discover when we get there. Or oh, we're just going to make the decisions as the thing, you know, as life goes by. Because you cannot really tell what's going to happen, right? No, you better tell what you can tell. And in fact, when it gets to anything unpredictable, you're better off if you had made some things a bit more predictable, right? Like you surely want a roof over your head. What can you do about it now? You surely want clothes on your back. What can you do about it now? But let's not even talk about what we're going to do. Just write it down. Write down what you want. Write down what you want. Just begin from there. What do you want? And then from there, you can move to the next step of elimination. But before we get to elimination, you need to get rid of the seemingly general notions that you have because they take a lot for granted. You're taking for granted um, that, you know, your mother will be alive. Have you checked on her health? Did you make her do her, you know, her checkup with a doctor? Is she in good you know, health condition, you want to stop assuming things. Just stop assuming things. I know COVID was one thing that we never saw coming, but it doesn't give you permission to assume anything. So, in my culture, we have a lot of just waiting to see, and that doesn't help much because as we're waiting to see, we're just not making very good use of time for the resources. I just recently got into a situation where I had to outgrow a notion or a mindset. And that mindset was things will be better. You wait and see. Okay. 
So it's true, you want to be positive, but you also want to make a conscious decision what you want to see. What is that better? What is that things will be better? What do they look like when they're better? Yep, your child will grow physically, but what do you want to see of them? Do you want them to be a school president? Do you want them to be happy? Do you want them to have good friends? And write it down. Pray about it consciously of what it is that you want to see. What do you want to see for your nation? What do you want to see for your country? What do you want to see? Specify that. You want it out of debt? You want to see real democracy? Write it down and then pray about it specifically. So this is something I just had to recently do. It makes a world of a difference when you have put things down on paper. Get rid of the generalities and start to specify. Like I said, specify your state of mind, your heart, your soul, your emotions. How do you want to feel? What is the state of mind that you want to be in? What are the, some of the challenges you want to overcome? Do you want to overcome procrastination? Do you want to overcome rush decision-making? Do you want to overcome bypassing your spouse when you're making very, very major decisions? What do you want to overcome? Do you want to overcome belittling your children, talking to them badly? Now that's emotional. What do you want to overcome? How do you want to see yourself? Do you want to see yourself being an, an impartial mother? being an impartial uh, board member what kind of boards do you want to sit on do you want to sit on boards that are in the consumer um, fast moving consumer goods or do you want to be in a, I don't know oil industry or do you want to be in mining what do you want to be in anyway what do you want to be doing there what would you be putting on the table what is the value you'd be adding what skills what expertise do you want to be running with what do you want to be known for? What do you want to be the go-to person for? How do you want to strengthen your society? Do you want to strengthen your society? Do you want to see a better society? How is the world going to benefit from you? What are your strengths? What is your opportunity in the future? How do you want to utilize opportunities that you haven't utilized yet to date? What is your mind going to look like? How do you want your mind to stretch? Have you stretched your mind? Do you want your mind to be more educated? Do you want to have more know-how? Do you want to have more skills, more abilities? Do you want to apply more that you haven't been applying? Do you want to innovate? Is there something you can bring to the world? Maybe it's a, there's something, there's an innovation that, you know, it's maybe it's a higher product, maybe it's a tool, maybe it's a physics thing, maybe it's a chemical. What is it? So rest assured, you want to start writing these things down. Because there are many, you want to set aside maybe a few, five minutes every day just to think through it. If you can do it in a chunk, then hey, go ahead and do it. But get rid of as much ambiguity as possible. I hope this was helpful. See you tune into the next little segment on Kanalilis. Remember, you're stretched for a reason and you're stretched so you can house or shelter others. Be blessed. Bye-bye for now. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to Stretched. And I'm looking at a little section here called pitting against each other. Now, there are things that we end up pitting against each other when we need to decide what to do. In other words, you've got to do a lot of knocking off 
of things pitting against each other this is a conscious decision in self-development and self-growth it is not going to just happen on its own if you do leave things as they are then there will be conflict so we need to decide what our priorities are and it's better when you do the mental calculations before they start showing up in real life without your permission for instance you know that there's a long-standing um, disagreement between your husband and your brother-in-law you need to decide early who you're going to take a default stand with or what your priority is is it the loyalty of your brother or keeping your marriage you get you understand what i'm talking about right if you do have a fairly easy life then you need to assess where your risk areas are and risk areas are things that stand in the way and are in a potentially uh, you know position they're going to be in a position to totally derail your destiny or your future balance if they're not taken care of now so what are your risk areas what do you need to analyze in contrast to each other now some things are complementary other things are definite cons contrasting ideas they are contrasts so you cannot both spend eight hours on television and get your degree or master's or phd it's not likely to happen you cannot both raise a, a little a family with a small little child as well as get a job where you're doing a lot of traveling right so you need to start to see what is it about your goals that need to be put in contrasting rather than complementary ideas in other words what is it that is working against something else in your life it's about contrasting it's about either or it's about not both but you gotta choose which one works for you which one doesn't so you want to be a nun you cannot get married you cannot even have a relationship with a man at all. You're not even going to be dating. So what do you want? Where is it that you feel that your life is heading? There's some decisions that will go with that, right? Do you want to get married? If you don't want to get married uh, and you still want children, what does that look like? So you've got to contrast things. You've got to pit things against each other. And see whether it is a question of knocking off or argumenting. Seeing if some things can be joined or they need to be gotten rid of. Hmm. I hope this was useful. This is not going to be an easy process. But it's something you definitely want to make a conscious decision about early. So that you're making this kind of pitting against each other. For the future not just for the immediate present or the immediate future but for the long run see you in the next little short clip i'm gonna try and make this a little short because a lot of it is what you need to do it's about what you need to write down and i would suggest maybe just um following with the process as we began from the beginning i've just talked about generalities so from generalities, you can see what isn't really 
necessary. Now, we're talking about pitting against each other. After you have specified, you need to see what your real priorities are. In other words, what does your heart beat for? Because whatever your heart beats for is what will take the center stage. If for any reason that changes, then you can change the flow of the things to do. Right? But first of all, you need to know what are your priorities. And from the decisions you make, then something's got to go. Some things can remain. Some things need to be compromised. So you can have those three columns. What can stay? What needs to be compromised? And what has to go? Bye-bye for now. Happy thinking, happy writing, <laughs> and jotting. <laughs> and see you in the next session. God bless you. Morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're watching this, um, or rather listening to this. I am Catherine, and we're continuing with Kana Lily's series on stretch. Remember, in stretched, you are stretched for a reason. The reason why you're stretched is so that you can enable others to get through what you manage to, well, probably by the uh, width of the breath or the breath of a hair to get through, but you get through it anyway. So we just talked about pitting against each other and now we're talking about is this what God wants versus this doesn't look right. So when you want to ask yourself or you want to get to the point of analyzing what gets to go and what remains in pitting against each other. Remember all this began with boss moves. Then we went to generalities, which means you've got to specify your future. Then we got to pitting against each other in the previous session. And this section is about, is this what God wants versus this doesn't look right? So we do some things because it just doesn't look right. But really what you should ask yourself is, what does God want? Because as much as it doesn't look right, maybe that's what God wants. And as much as things look okay, maybe that's not what God wants. So what does God want is your number one priority. And if you don't believe in God, then trust me, I want you to start believing today. Because if you can do what God wants, then it saves you a whole lot of headache. Because you just rest in the perfect assurance that he knows best. And it's true. As your maker, your creator, nobody else knows anything about you better than he does. So you want to know what does God want. And then you want to do what God wants. Not just because you need your own comfort right now, but what is going to benefit your future if you want to live in a future where God is um, number one, then you want to ask and consult him first regarding your future and then do what he wants in that future, not what you want. And it's not about rectifying a picture that is wrong according to you or somebody else so if it doesn't look right ask yourself according to who whose opinion is it that it doesn't look right so if god says it doesn't look right then it isn't right it not it's not just a question of looking right it just isn't right so what you want to ask yourself is is this right not does it look right it is what is it? Is it right or is it wrong? Is it messed or is it okay to God? Because that's the benchmark. He is the standard. So in God's standard, what is it? What is it? The truth marks the point X. What is it? Where is this place? 
if God doesn't t- say that it is where it is this, then it is not where it says it is. You're the one that needs to shift your pin over to where God says is the place or is the person or is the thing you need to do depending on the scenario. So, for instance, did God say that you should marry this man or is it just that he looks like the right ideal man to marry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he could be in the income bracket that you want. He's in the six figures or he has potential for it. Whatever, he's dark, he's tall. I don't know what your criteria is. I'm just guessing. So he meets your own criteria. Mm -hmm. But is that God's choice? And if it is not your criteria, could it be that that is still who God wants you to marry? So the situations will vary. Is that the school that God wants you to send your child or is it just where your parents want you to send or your auntie wants you to send them or your spouse went to that school so he thinks it's a good idea that your son should go to college there because, well, that's where he went. Or is it the profession that you want for yourself or is it just what's going to make money? Is that what God wants you to do or is it what is going to put you in the limelight for something else that you want to do. But is that even what God wants you to do? Are you trying to make a picture straight that isn't supposed to be straight, that is best viewed from a crooked perspective, that the artist knew what they were doing when they had that kind of plane that seemed that it is off or misaligned, but you're not the artist. How would you know? You know to just adapt to what the artist wanted you to see. And that artist is God. He is the master architect, the master painter. So you just need to see things through his lens. A lot of the time we're trying to rectify a notion, an opinion, because somebody somewhere is trying to form an opinion on, and force it on you. Their opinion is their opinion and it is free. You can get opinions from anybody. The question is, whose opinion carries the day? That should be your creator's opinion because they're the ones that know why they created you. They're the ones that know what you need to do in order to get to fulfill your purpose, right? So when people say things about you, like where you live and how you keep your house and how much money you're earning and how you eat and what you do, and it could be an opinion about anything, ask yourself, is God happy? Okay, cool then we're fine. Okay, is God unhappy? Then it doesn't matter whether everybody else is happy. If God is unhappy, then anybody else's happiness shouldn't count. It's just that simple. So as you did your list on pitting against each other, the ultimate question is, what does God want to remain? What does God want me? To draw a balance. Remember, compromise. And then what does God want to absolutely go, go, go? As opposed to trying to straighten the look of things, straighten it authentically by straightening it out with God first. I hope this was helpful. See you in the next section. Bye-bye for now. God bless you. Remember, what does God want? Is this what God wants? You don't have to fix anything that he doesn't want you to fix. (laughs) Oh, good morning, good afternoon. Now, or good evening or good night, now we're moving on to another section which is a bit different from the last 
four, right? But it's actually a culminating of the previous four sections. This is Catherine, and we're continuing with the series on stretch. This is actually the penultimate section um, or the second last. And we are now actualizing what we were created for. And this is really your purpose. This is really what God wants you to do. Remember, you've been through it all, the ups and the downs. You've learned your lessons. Now we are really starting to action from what we've learned, right? Like there is no learning of any lesson if you cannot find or see a corresponding action with the lesson that you have learned. Otherwise, it would just be a theory, a new theory and not an actual practiced lesson so after we did boss moves we then looked at getting specific with um the things in our lives and that was the topic generalities then we moved to pitting things against each other the things that you become specific about means that some things either have to go or they can be compromised or fixed or augmented with other ideas or they can just pretty much be you know pursued in their entirety and then what does god want and now we're looking at full-time work sold out to improvement now this is the process that you have to do every single day continuous improvement and it's a full-time work you never ever get a break on improving yourself man there is no bad hair day there is nothing like the day i get to let my hair down because that very day could be the day you start a new habit which is the total contradiction of what you've been working on so you are on improvement every day time which means that the things that you wrote about that you specified for your joy for your happiness for god's fulfillment of your own purpose then it's gotta be worked on every minute time every day time what time every day time is there a break no it's every day time what do you mean i can't just relax one day no there's no relaxation day there is no day that you let off on your goals your goals must be worked on every day and the reason for this is that you really want to be focused all the time and one slip up of focus means that you could go back to the beginning and you don't want to have a whole other cycle beginning itself because it already took you 10 years to get this far. You don't want to spend another 10 years. That will be 20 years before you have learned anything practically. So we don't want to go back to sleeping into our old selves because our old selves were not very progressive. So we want to stay on improvement mode on every day. And how do you ensure that you do that? You stay accountable. Keep your goals where you can see them. Keep your milestones alive because you want to celebrate what you have moved away from, not retrogressively or regressively because what happens is you want to celebrate a healthy week with something unhealthy. Not a good idea. You celebrate in a healthy way as well because you're celebrating a healthy week right so keep up with the health keep eating healthy keep doing healthy things don't sleep up now i have done this in the past where i celebrated in an unhealthy way regarding something that i've done well it is not good
food at all. Trust me. So, every daytime you're working on it, remember, keep your milestones in your face. What is your next milestone? After you celebrate, immediately, even as you're celebrating, you're still working on your next milestone. The other thing is keep your goals where you can see them. Keep your vision board where you can see it. Always make sure that it's on, if it's on a device, then it's on a device that you use often. If it's in a book, it has to be, that page in particular, it has to be torn out and put up where you will go every day, every single day. And maybe even multiple times in a day. Could be your bathroom, sink, or refrigerator. Don't hide your goals. I mean, if you can put them... In a place that is private, then fine. But if you know that private place is not going to be a place that you go to often, then just put it in a public place and make it make sure that it's something that everybody can, well, be a witness to as well as be okay consuming or reading. Now, it's full-time work. Therefore, there are no sleep-ups. If there is a sleep-up, you correct it quickly. But always assume that you will always be doing the right thing. If you factor in a sleep up, then you're going to sleep up. That's it. You don't factor in a sleep up. In other words, you don't say, well, just in case this and this happens and I will do this. No, we're saying you are not going to need that because you're going to finish this well. And you're going to carry it through to the end. You're going to meet your next milestone. You're not going to retrogress. That means you could A, either make your bars very low or B, work on overtime. Like work really overtime. If you're open to failure, then fail out of a very difficult thing. Not on something that you should have been able to manage. Right? So, we then look at what it is that full-time looks like. So, full-time really is full-time and for that to happen, you need a winner mentality, which is what I've been trying to describe. A winner mentality says, regardless of what happens, I stick with this. If I do sleep up, I get up quickly, but I'm not going to sleep up on this one. And a winner mentality also says that failure is my lesson. Failure is my lesson. If I didn't get to do what I needed to do, then I need to separate the failure from myself. In other words, I'm not a failure but this failed. So why did it fail? One, two, three, four. So then what do I need to learn from this? Then I need to tweak this by doing A, B, C, D. And you need to stick back to the plan. The progress is marked. If you can mark your progress, then it's easier for you to actually see the progress rather than, you know, assuming that there is progress without marking it, right? doesn't make sense to do that. Now, full-time also means that there is no holiday. For instance, if you're on a healthy diet, you don't sleep up on 4th of July or on a holiday or something. So you want to stick by, and that is what gives you the tenacity to even face more difficult challenges because when you were most tempted, you did not sleep up. Okay, so that is what it means to be sold out. It means that you really don't have any option. You don't give yourself a choice. Giving yourself a choice is a death warrant for your ideas and for your goals, for your future and for your purpose 
So don't allow it. Just don't allow a plan B or C. Assume that you're only riding with one plan and only when necessary are you going to tweak it. Like I said, if you're going to have allowances from the word go, then that means, you know what, you were never serious in the first place and you were never, let me not say that, but let's just say you were not serious and you really didn't believe that it could be done. That was the other thing. You really didn't believe that it would be done. So let's just say that with God on your side, all things are possible. So everything that you want to achieve is possible. Everything everything all your goals all your aspirations is all possible so see you in a bit with the next little segment which is the last one bye bye for now Catherine. and remember that you want to have something to show for all the trouble so collect as many battle or war souvenirs as you can <laughs> you deserve it bye bye for now well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night. This is Catherine and we've been looking at Stretched, which has been a series under Kana Lilies for ladies who've been through it all, bounced back and are able to look back and glean a few lessons and teach them to others. Now, this final section is Happy Ever After. This has been an 18th section journey. This is the 18th section and the happy ever after is a place called home now after you've been through the grueling experience you have learned a couple of things you have changed the trajectory of your life by noting what you definitely want your life to now look like under boss moves we looked at you gotta make, make some decisions they will cost you but they also will determine the rest of your life and how you face it because you're pretty much re-engineering your life now that you have learned, now that you've been through it, then how should your life change? Now we're looking at how does this become a standard way of life? Because in the last section, we said it has to be our everyday time continuous improvement. So once you're on everyday time, what happens? You're now comfortable with a discomfort, which means it's no longer uncomfortable to be stretched all the time. I'll repeat that. Now that you're comfortable with the discomfort, it is no longer a challenge. It is no longer uncomfortable to be stretched at all times. That means you can walk the tightrope all your life evermore and you won't even notice it because you're so good at it. You're so good at it and you have mastered the skill of retaining a balance regardless what is thrown at you and you can still smile and you can still move on without having the weight of the world on your shoulders. In other words, you can still travel light regardless of how much weight seems to be all around you. Now, in Happily Ever After, this is really what we're saying, that it's not about the easiness or the convenience of life it's rather about how much you have gained muscle that those things are now further weight yeah you manage to get all that muscle you have toned your body you have toned your spiritual you have toned up your emotional 
your mental muscle is toned up. You know what? Your willpower is toned up and now you can handle it. Yeah, you can handle it. And not only that, you can handle it with a smile and you can give others a lesson or two on how to do the same. And that is true happiness. True happiness is not about there are no challenges. It's about I'm overcoming every day. I overcome them successfully every single day. Why? Because I have learned to be on a continuous improvement every day time. And I know it is a non-negotiable. Every day I must be better. Every day I must be at my best. Every day I've got to be at my greatest, at the pinnacle of my ability. And every one given day at any one given time. So you've mastered the art of balance with a smile. The attitude is in check. The tenacity is in check. The ability to balance your own mental faculties is in check. So you're thinking well. You're pushing your willpower, your emotions are balanced, and that is success. Now you can celebrate. When people start to look up at you, to look up at you, then now you can celebrate because you are achieving a feat that very few people have been able so far to achieve. Doing it all happily and stronger not getting weighed down but getting even stronger because of the storms the storms are there to embolden you discover in you reservoirs of strength you didn't even know existed and being able to do all that with a grateful heart with a grateful and cheerful attitude now that is success. Thank you for joining me for this whole season of Stretched. See you in the next season right here at Kanalilis. Give me some feedback, drop a comment, share your experience. Um, holler, just say hi if you want to. No problem, I don't mind. So you have been listening to Catherine and I do hope that you have gotten a truly enriching and rewarding experience from all this. And that you're now ready to launch into the world, having bore your scars, but still better off for it. See you next time. Bye-bye for now. God bless you. Ciao.